Hey everyone, this is Prabha and Arjun. We're really excited to bring you the latest episode of the Career Proof Podcast. Um, we've got something that we're pretty excited to talk about today. Now, as you know, you know when it's late, uh, early April at the time of recording, um, and who knows when you might actually be listening to this, but internship opportunities might seem like they're really quickly running out. out. And if you don't have your plans for the summer, this can be a time of high stress. So Prabha and I wanted to take some time today and talk a little bit about you know, what we would do in your, in your position and how to really make the most out of this opportunity. Yeah, I totally agree, Arjun. I feel like this is such a like highly relevant topic. I mean, I know for me personally, especially when I was a freshman, um, I was so stressed out. I remember everyone around me had internships or things that they had locked in, and I felt like I was so late in the game. Um, but really, it's actually not the case. I mean, a lot of um, really cool smaller companies that may not have had these like established internship programs, like they do a lot of recruiting kind of later on in the year. And so you actually could stumble upon a really awesome opportunity that, you know, you couldn't have found that previous September uh, because, you know, it's in an industry that's up and coming, a company that just got funding. I mean, there's so many things that can change in that period of time. So I think it's actually a great time to sort of look and, and find something really cool. Yeah. And, you know, with so much changing in the world with, of course, you know, the shift from COVID and now, you know, potentially new industries being able to open up because of you know, distribution or, or just other you know, socioeconomic shifts. Um, like you mentioned, there's a lot of really great opportunities out there. Uh, I think one really important thing is for our, our candidates to keep in mind how, how important it is to have an open mind when going about this with the, with the knowledge that getting something is always more important. It's always you know, preferable to having nothing on your resume for a summer. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Um, and I think like, the thing is, is like, it's easy, especially when you're early on to sort of be like, Oh, my God, like, I need this specific job or role. And Arjun and I, you and I, you know, talk about this all the time, especially with clients. Um, it's really like, you know, at this point, really not about finding like the one perfect job. It's really about getting different experiences and learning what you like and don't like that kind of helps inform, you know, whatever decision you do want to make when you go full time and graduate. Um, and so uh, I think that experience is just so important and can be really invaluable, uh, you know, either to figure out what you like or don't like. Oh, absolutely. And, and it can come from, you know, any number of places. I, I think, you know, we've got a good friend over here who, who I talk about who gets, who's gotten you know, internships and now I think is, is doing quite well at Google, who mentioned that, you know, on his resume, he, he talks about a service job that he had in his first couple of years of college. And I know that for a lot of us, we might think of this as, Oh, you know, I, I don't want. I want to do you know, intellectual work and, and work that's a bit more um, like what I'll be doing in my full time career. But it, like, like we mentioned before, doing something is always better than doing nothing. And with the candidates we work with, and you know, just the, the storytelling element, there's always something that can be learned that can be fashioned, even from an experience that might not seem like uh, there's a lot there you know, on first glance. Yeah, that's so true. I mean. It's, it's actually really cool that you mentioned that because like, um, you know, when I was uh, early on in my career, I actually, you know, when I was in high school, I used to be like a grader at a Kumon Center. Um, and it was an experience that like, in my mind, I was like, oh, like, this isn't like a formal, like, really job or internship, like I was just sort of doing like a couple hours there a week. But like, I look back on that time now, and I'm like, wow, like, I learned so much about like, you know, kind of managing people and like dealing with really hectic situations. Like there's so much that honestly that you can learn from more of these like non-traditional roles that are more service oriented that 
you know, are really those soft skills that you can take into a corporate job when it comes to like dealing with different types of people, de-escalating conflict. Like there's just so much that I think really maps. Oh yeah. And you look at all the internships out there and there's plenty at even really high profile companies that'll have you, you know, setting up meetings and taking notes and, and, you know, doing a bunch of Excel like grunt level work essentially. And then you, you know, you contrast that to the experience that you just outlined where you were forced to take a lot of leadership, take a lot of initiative. And even if you're, you know, whatever job you're taking there, there's still those opportunities to do that. And you know, to me, if you're an employer, that, that's a lot easier to position um, than say, you know, went somewhere and, and didn't really do anything of note. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about how to find these jobs. I think, um, you know, especially as you kind of get later on in the process, there's like that time pressure element, um, which I can totally, you know, understand can be really stressful. But um, I think one thing that's really important is to just try to be really diligent about checking the job sites. Um, You know, I know we've talked to people who are like, you know, I just checked this site last week and like I didn't see anything. But like, really, this is a a very quickly evolving situation, especially for smaller companies where, um, you know, a project might have just come up, a new deal came through, whatever it is that sort of unlocked additional headcount. And so uh, we really recommend setting aside, you know, just 10 minutes every day, maybe in the morning, you kind of go through the various sites. You can even just have like, you know, a spreadsheet of all the ones that you're interested in and the links readily available. Um, and you'll be surprised, like, you know, you know, a week ago, there might be nothing, but then all of a sudden, a week later, there could be all this sort of stuff that's popped up or even in the span of a couple of days. So um, I really recommend having those reminders, checking in often, um, and as much as you can going directly to the source. Um, it can be really easy to go to like your LinkedIn's and Indeed's and like those do a great job of aggregating jobs for sure. Um, but they are oftentimes out of date um, because, you know, if a company does pull down a position, like it doesn't automatically come down off of these sites. And so um, it can be really discouraging to apply to jobs that are no longer available. And so we always recommend people go directly to the source. Yeah. And I really like the point you made about staying diligent with it and, you know, the state at which the job market's evolving I think we're seeing that with COVID, of course, you know, budgets might remain the same, but being able to have a virtual internship does, if, if the comp- company can pay for it, there are opportunities for them to potentially grow and that's grow, grow their program. And that's happening at a very dynamic level where, you know, resourcing decisions and constraints are being either lifted or moved around based on, you know, outlooks that are changing you know, by the day. Um, so yeah. I definitely, you know, would, would, emphasize that staying diligent and checking things. Um, And another area for candidates to look at is the startup space, you know, that that they don't have quite that fixed timeline of, oh, if you haven't recruited with us from September to November, then we're not even talking to you. Um, And they can still give you a really good opportunity that, as we talked about, can can give you a chance to branch out and wear a bunch of different hats and and try a lot of things to ultimately get you to that end goal of, um, you know, using the internship to build valuable experience and, and get a sense of what you really like and don't like to do. Yeah. And, and along those lines, you know, especially when you're looking at these smaller companies, like 
get creative. You know, you find a company that you're really interested in. Maybe they don't have an open role, but, you know, reach out to some people via Twitter. Ask them if they have any openings. Maybe put together a short blog that, you know, does an analysis of their company and maybe areas of opportunity. Uh, You know, there's all sorts of ways that you can almost like show the value that you can bring to the table. And, you know, there might be something in that to really, uh, you know, convince a hiring manager to bring you on, even if there wasn't necessarily a set open role to begin with. Right. Cause at the end of the day, like that initiative and, um, sort of passion to just go after something and like find a solution, like, that's something that you can't innately teach. You know, you can teach someone how to do Excel, you could teach someone like those sort of core skills, but like having the initiative to go beyond your job description, or, you know, whatever you've been tasked with, and like, looking for other opportunities, like that's something that you can't teach. And so um, you're kind of showing that by getting creative and finding new ways to get in front of these different hiring managers. Oh, oh, absolutely. And probably I've got a hypothetical question for you here. You know, let's let's say you were reached out to a bunch of companies and, and get creative and potentially you know convince a couple of them to be interested. Um, but a challenge might be the official mechanics behind payment and whatnot. And they might they tell you, you know, we can offer you something in the form of an unpaid internship, you know, for you know a month or two, um, but with the possibility for future full time employment. What would your thoughts be for a candidate looking at that opportunity? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think at the end of the day, it really comes down to obviously the per- like the situation you're in personally, you know, if um, you are in a position where, you know, you're able to sort of forgo compensation and, um, you know, still be able to sustain yourself, then like unpaid internships that can teach you a lot can be really powerful. Um, and so, like, I think there's a lot of value in learning, um, especially early on in your career versus optimizing for salary. Um, so I think that, you know, generally is something that I would really encourage people to do. But I totally also want to say, like, everyone has a different financial situation and has to make choices that are best for them. Mm-hmm. I would say, though, you should definitely reach out to, you know, if you are in that situation, look at, like, your career center. Um, you know, I know, for example, Babson and I, uh, sorry, Arjun and I's alma mater, Babson, um, they actually had a program where they would give people stipends if they had unpaid internships. Um, and I'm sure there's other colleges that do the same. So, um, you know, you might be able to also get creative on that side when it comes to finding different forms of compensation that might not be your traditional salaries. Oh, yeah. And uh, as a good practice in general, see what your college center does have available because they have a very unique you know, visibility because they're talking with recruiters every single day and they can say, you know, a lot of people backed out of this internship program or, you know, this company has gone through, you know, massive restructure and suddenly needs intern staff, even if it's interns. Um, or we have a really good connection who's come to us looking to hire. Um, so just uh, ensure that you keep the lines of connectivity there because they can give you a lot of hot leads, um, as we sometimes like to call them. Um, so you're not you know, starting from a complete blank slate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially when you're in these situations where you're just sort of like finding something that works going as wide as possible is always great, right? You want to talk to as many people as you can. You want to reach out to CCDs. You want to reach out to alumni. You want to reach out to anyone on LinkedIn. Um, you want to apply to as many jobs as you can. Like, you know, you 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 have no idea what you'll be able to sort of catch or find. Um, but you, I think staying as wide as you can and talking to as many people and exploring all those opportunities is definitely, um, you know, really great when you're, you're at that point. And... 
And probably you know, part of the good thing about the intern experience, at least in the COVID situation, is that a lot of places uh, might eliminate themselves as options geographically. For instance, there's a lot of really large companies that are situated in places that may be far away or are not easy to access. Um, I think that's an also something to consider is that the places you may have looked at initially might not uh, might not have to be the exhaustive list, especially since you can go to more places since they will allow you to have that same remote experience um, and you might find a really good career there. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I think the situation definitely sort of lends itself to more creativity, you know, really like um, try to find different ways to get in front of people and explore as many opportunities as you can because you're so right. Like, you know, there could be companies that, previously may not have like what would have only wanted people in a certain area but now they're sort of expanding because you know they can so i love that cool i mean i think that you know in general i think we've, we've covered most of the things i wanted to was there anything else that you wanted to add before we let everyone go today yeah i just wanted to add that you know in the event you don't find something you love um, that you think is a good fit for the summer there's always more things you can do. And Arjun and I actually have a blog on our Substack that sort of talks about, um, you know, passion projects and sort of like additional things you can um, kind of go after if you don't find something you like this summer. So just wanted to sort of encourage people to also think about that. Like there is a lot of value um, in also pursuing a passion or something that you really love if you can't find something um, that you think is a good fit for you. So we're always happy to chat about that. I personally am like a huge fan of passion projects. So, um, you know, feel free to reach out if that's something you think is a good fit. Yeah, perfect. I mean, I can't think of a better way to uh, close things out. So thanks everyone for listening in to the latest uh, episode of the Career Proof Podcast. And yeah, as always, and as probably mentioned, please feel free to reach out if we can help in any way. We wish you the best in your career search, even as you know, we near the bend on, on summer of 2021.